Yo, what's good with you? It's Nia Queen. We're back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. I got this famous director over here. He goes by the name of Chef Beans, and he is traveling all around the world, showing Transparency Season 4. Yes, 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 yes. Well, Transparency Chapter 4. Chapter 4, excuse me. We had three seasons before. The reason why I switched to the Transparency Chapter 4 is to let people know the energy is different. Everything. What are they saying? Paid in full? I'm breathing different. I'm not. Everything is different. So I just got to let people know the energy. Uh, But how's everybody doing today? Amazing. We got our first guest of season three here. Yes. I'm the first one of the year. Yeah. You're special. Soldier boy, you ain't do it this time. (laughs) (laughs) Our guest today is Anthony Williams. He is the founder of Neighborhood Heroes. He's a community activist. He's an entertainer, comedian. He does it all. I try to just do the things that I enjoy doing, things that bring me happiness. Those are it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to have you here. Uh, Chef Beans, I'm sorry. I have to ask you, why do you have on those glasses? So I have on these glasses. So <laughs> quick story. I've actually always worn glasses. I just broke them prior to moving to uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. But, you know, started working remote. Got them benefits. And I'm yes, using all the benefits. I'm going to get glasses. I might get a grill next. Next time you might see me here. Yo, <laughs> I'm seeing different jawline. but Invisible. Yeah, but uh, nah, I've always kind of like, enjoyed wearing glasses especially with all the reading that i do the older you get your eyes remind you like look you ain't gotta squint if you don't have to so true story prescription i, I wear glasses or supposed to wear glasses because you got glasses wears and you got people that are supposed to wear glasses mm-hmm. i supposed to wear them first time i got my glasses like four years ago when i put them on i turned around and asked the doctor i said are you supposed to see this far <laughs> like this is what regular people see like, yeah. this is like like a superhero type of vision like <laughs> No, but I feel it, bro. Yeah, I I wear glasses too, but I just normally wear contacts because I don't really like the way I look in glasses. But, you know, it's whatever. Uh, We haven't recorded in a long time. Right, well, since like November. November. So I bet the the streets been talking to you about what they've been saying. When y'all coming back. Yeah. All that. They're like, Nia, how's the podcast going? Like, what's going on? What's going on? I want another episode. Everybody loved that episode when I talked about my ex. (laughs) (laughs) It was the most viewed episode we ever did. I was just like, dang. But everybody, you know, said that I did it tastefully and I wasn't outing him. So, you know, I'm glad. You know, know, I'm glad people received it in the right way because I was really nervous about putting out that episode because I didn't want to hear any backlash, but which I did get a little bit, but. You know, we talked about that already. You should be able to speak out truth. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's the whole reason why this podcast is here, because I had to go to therapy, because that nigga, you feel me? So, you know, it's it's all a part of the story. Um, What's been going on with you, like, the past month and a half? Like Besides um, the transparency, I know we talked about it on one of the previous episodes was going to be in Philly and things like that. Now about to be in the DMV area, University of Maryland. My boy, flying up yes, to host that one sir. too. But, wow. Uh, yes, yeah, it was just sir. um, just mainly, mainly that going into 2023, it feels like reaping the fruits of your labor. It feels like getting rewarded for your resilience. I know a lot of times we're in a generation where people want to say things like manifest this. I want just certain things to happen. But this doesn't feel like that season for me. It feels like things are actually, like, happening. It no longer just feels like manifestation. It feels like divine timing. It feels like this is here because I've worked for it. Right. Regardless of overnight success, whatever people think they might see, this is 
however many years of work and sweat equity. So that's what I've been up to, just reaping the benefits and the fruits of my labor. That's great. And, and not having imposter syndrome, like I don't deserve the things. It's like, no, like you work hard. So that's what I've been up to. Well, I wish I had a better uh, past month, but I feel like mentally I just haven't been feeling like myself. And it's okay. reflected in, you know, not recording, not doing, you know, my business. Uh, I feel a little burnt out. And I also got COVID uh, about two weeks ago. Um, you know, I was partying too much in Houston and no, I think the strippers gave me COVID. Like, I really think I was too close to the strippers. Strippers ain't had to get vaccinated? I don't I'm think so. <laughs> like, I don't think so. <laughs> but I went to the strip club for the first time, and it was so fun. But it left me so broke. Yeah, yeah you know, do. you can't go in there, like, not with not extra money to spend. Right. Like, you can't just go in there with your regular money mm -hmm. and then, oh, oh no. yeah, it's New Year's. Oh, shit, I got to pay the rent today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when I came right. back, I was broke. Happy New Year, yeah. But, Lisa you know. Lisa like, yeah. yo, what's up? He was waiting. But um, I, I went back to therapy. Okay. And I, I hadn't gone in, like, a year. And, you know, me being a therapist, I always feel like, oh, I, I know what to do. Like, I can fix myself. But, no, I, I really had to go back because I just felt like if I don't take care of myself, like nothing's going to happen for me. Right. You know, like mentally you have to be in a good place for other things to flourish or else you're just going to not feel like doing anything. Right. So, right. you know, I'm going back to therapy. I got a black therapist this time. So I feel like, you know, it's, things are going to work out for the better. That's so awesome. yeah, I'm looking forward to that journey. And, um, you know, having COVID, it just gave me time to reflect. And a part of this episode is going to be about what I was reflecting about. But before we get into that, what have you seen in the news this week that you want to talk about or you want me to talk about something? Well, before we get into that, I just want to check in with uh, Ant real oh, yeah. quick. So, Ant, how have you been feeling? Because this is your first time up here to, uh, you feel me, like our podcast. Like, how are you feeling today? Yeah, bro, I'm... Um I'm I'm excited like to kick the year off in like a, a new city um, outside of Baltimore, and I, I'm big on like symbolism and like things happening like you said divine timing God's timing, and like for it to be happening like right before I turn thirty like it just it just means so much like come from a city with like like yo I, I'm probably not gonna see twenty five and then you see right. twenty five and and then you you move out of that city to see thirty in another city you know so it's like I, I'm really just taking it in like I have my moments where I'm just like standing still and I'm just smiling and. That's he's like, awesome. you good? And I'm like, yo, I'm amazing. Like, mm. So, like, and to, like, you know, he was like, you're not feeling like yourself with things. My mom called me the other day and was like, son, I need some motivation. I was like, mom, you got six kids that you got to see all of us grow up. Your youngest turned 29 this year. Like, you seen six of your grandkids. Like, what, what more motivation? The motivation right in front of us. Sometimes we just got, like you said, slow down. Like, COVID was probably your slow down moment to be yeah. like, let me sit still and, like, see how far I came, right? So, I feel like, like, I've been intensely taking those slow down moments to just, enjoy what's about to be the fruits of my labor, bro. Like, like I, I see this this stuff, like, really unfold, and I get chills when I think about it, bro. Like, and it's happening so slow, but it's, like, slow progress is still no progress, so. What made you want to move to L.A.? Because um, the murder rate in Baltimore. Um, mm. it was, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, that was the biggest thing. I was around too many people that was dying. Mm. Um, out of the 300-plus that died in a year, I personally probably knew, like, 50 of them. Sheesh. Like, wow. And that's just, like, 
you know what I'm saying, from my popularity in the city, the love I get from the city, the love I get out to the city, how I get around. So from your smallest kid or baby, I probably need an uncle, the aunt, the mom, or to your oldest adult, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that got killed. And it was just getting too close to me. Mm. Like the murder was getting too close. And I, I just knew I had more to offer. So it was just one of those times where like for now I need to get away. You know, it was too much going on. And, and, and that's probably the biggest reason, I'll be completely honest with you. And like, it's only but so much you can learn at home. Like you, mm-hmm. you eventually got to get out. The world is too big. You know, like we, we don't see palm trees. We don't we don't know what a hot winter feel like. You know, mm. we, we don't get a chance to get so much vitamin D that you just feel happy all day, every day, all week. You know, we don't know what that's like. We, we, we People say it's a great cloud over Baltimore. So it's like, I want to see what, that, what the world see in their cities. Like, what, what are y'all not taking advantage of that I can't? You know, so that, that was my biggest motivation, just knowing like, like what, what we're making here, like we're, we're making things happen in one of the worst cities in the world. Imagine we can go do somewhere with some real resources. With that same headspace or the Yo. proximity of like resources that everybody probably don't take I, advantage of. Bro, I just did an interview. I told her an interview last week. She was like, what's your most proudest moment in LA? I said, I can walk to a grocery store. Wow. <laughs> like, bro, and I, y'all see the smile on my face, dog. Yeah. I got three grocery stores I can walk to in my neighborhood. I never had that a day in my life. Wow. I could never just go to a, get fresh fruit and fruits and veggies and stuff. It was always the corner store, the bodega, like. So it's like those small tweaks in your life just like just make you feel like something. So mm-hmm. like I, I, I want to, I'm, I'm embracing that, but it's about time I start showing that to like my people back home so they can get that motivation to do the same. Right, right. Yeah. And like, I'm not for everybody leaving because I know how people say like, oh, if you leave the hood, how the hood going to get better? And it's like, bro, you don't got to be that emotional. That was going to be my next question because you, you, yeah. you have your neighborhood yeah, heroes. Yeah, for sure. But I didn't start neighborhood hero for me. I didn't mm. start it for me. I started right. for the people, even my run. My run, my friends picked it up. It's still going. Yeah, we don't have the same numbers that we had when I was there because I'm probably not there. But I need the people to realize it was never about me. Mm. It was about y'all. Right. I'm going to get... Can I curse you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get my ass up and run. I'm going to get my ass up and work out to make sure that my health is balanced out as where it needs to be, right? I'm, I'm, I need y'all to do that for yourselves. So I'm not going to always be that. Right. One day I'm going to check out. I'm going to expire. What are they going to say? Oh, because Ant not here. I'm just get, I'm just become a fat ass. I ain't even going to work out. No, 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 no. This is for you. Right. I want to empower you, the person. So I need Baltimore to realize, like, even in my absence, it was, it's never about me. The mayors we get, it's never about them. Any type of leader, it's never about that leader. It's about what they're doing for the people to leave. Like, it's what I can leave. So it's like, even in my absence, they still should be moving, you know? Right. Yeah. That's great. That's so, great. You it, can walk to the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, it's as simple. It sounds it's, small, but it's like to him, it's like that's, yo, that's a big a, deal. What? Yo, like literally, Qu- yo, like quality, quality of life. And um we're, we're very excited to have you here, bro. Like we have a bunch of things to talk about sure. because what we do here at What's Good with You podcast, we help people develop relationships, not just with others, but also with themselves, focusing on mental health with the being the forefront. Like that. Mental yeah. health is something that I'm not a lot of people know how to talk about or when it is talked about sometimes it's connected to like white people shit going to therapy yeah, or that right. white people shit yeah. or just yeah. like our community yeah. just just pray about it and you'll be good which yep. are lies yeah there are sure. really like sure. times where we have to put ourselves Ooh. in isolated areas to yes, really unpack what's actually going on internally but before we get deeper into that and i know you said you had a topic that you wanted to uh Start off with? Yeah, and it it ties into what we're talking about. But I saw an article on how Black women experience depression differently than other races. And I thought that was interesting. And I started reading more and more about it. And it was talking about how we self-criticize, 
how it turns into like gastrointestinal problems mm. and, you know, uh, irritability and also problems sleeping. And it just kind of was like scary kind of reading it because I'm like, dang. I go through go all through these that. things yeah. and I never really thought that I was depressed. I just thought that, you know, all, all black women are self-critical of themselves. You know, I thought that that was kind of a normal thing. So it was just like an eye opener because, you know, I just feel like as a therapist, I'm very empathetic to other people and I'm always, you know, giving my all to other people. And sometimes I don't give that to myself. Right. And then now I'm seeing like, Oh, these are the consequences of that. Mm. When you don't make time for yourself, when you are not intentional about pouring back into yourself, <laughs> uh, these things happen. So it just, it gave me some comfort that like, I'm not the only person going through this. And also knowing that I'm going back to therapy, like I can get help this if that makes sense but I just thought that was interesting because when you're a therapist you look for a certain criteria for somebody to be diagnosed with depression and those aren't in there right so it's like that mm. can you could really be misdiagnosed because oh well maybe this is anxiety maybe this is something else or it's probably just trauma but it's like no for black women this is what depression looks like it, it you can't find it in a book and that's why it's important to have, you know, platforms like this, but also black therapists so that we understand, like, sometimes it's not always found in a book. You, you have to look at the research and what, you know, we're going through. So that's just one of the stories that I um, came across. That's extremely interesting. Something that you just said as far as like being diagnosed, because... It's like, what are you really measuring that diagnosis to? Yeah. A lot of times, research is based on, let's just be transparent. Yeah. It's not always like like the black aesthetic. It's mm. not always black people. It's usually yeah. whoever they have for those different studies. But it's a very unique thing that we go through as a people that's not always in these big institutions. I even saw something go viral. It was like a picture of a black woman while she was like on her third trimester with the baby inside of her, it was um I don't know what that picture is called, but people say usually when they're about to give birth, it's like a white woman's body or certain things like that. Like aesthetic and representation is very important, but also when it comes to that internal healing, because who do who does the healer go to? Who does the the strong friend go to? Who do, yeah. who do these different people go to? And we know, and, and I'm pretty sure you felt a lot of weight on your shoulders just growing up naturally being charismatic, naturally being someone who people gravitate towards too. But when you get into isolated spots or where you get into crossroads where you're trying to be like, hmm, sometimes it's hard to pick up the phone to get like that same aspect of people yeah, pouring sure, into you. You sure. know what I mean? They're not even looking for like, like and we don't use the word intentional a lot probably. <laughs> this is we're intentional people, but it's like, like, bro, I'm so intentional about like, like checking up on my friends and like, like, just putting them in position. And, and, and I'll be honest, like, it's probably people right now like, dang, I ain't talking to answers. He moved. Y'all got tired, y'all. I got tired. I got tired of putting people in position. I got tired of giving people ideas. Like, and, I, and I'm going to just say it. I'm, to be honest, this, this, this interview, I'm going to have my humble cape off. Like, I've helped a lot of people back in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? To mm -hmm. the point, I was telling my homie, I was like, bro, I shouldn't even, like, feel bad about asking for help. You know what I'm saying? But when you, when you help out so many people and then you go to the people that you help to ask them for help and they're never in position to help you, it's like, I can't do this no more. Right. I can love you, you, you but I can't, we can't be friends. Because you're not doing nothing on your end to say, damn, let me put myself in position so when he lean on me, I got him. 
for, for whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. But if I got to fight for your help or or fight for whatever, it's like, I don't want it. Like, yo, I, I, I promise you, I will go sleep on, uh, what's this strip down here, bro? The homeless strip. Skid Row. Skid Row. I, will go, I, I promise you, I'm so humble, bro. I will park my car on Skid Row, y'all, and grind till I get back on my feet if I need to. Like, that's mm-hmm. me. I'm not like a, like, if, if you want to help me, I'm down for it. I'll accept it, but when you throw it in my face, it's like, oh, heck no. Because, like, like that, that's that strong friend, though. Because we, and I and I always thank God. I, I, when I pray, I really be like, oh, thank God. Like, God, I want to thank you for, like, me being able to have the weight that you put on me. Like, me being able to handle that. Like, I thank you for that. Because, like, one day I used to get frustrated. Like, why me? Why am I always Why am I so here? strong? Why am I this? Why, why are people running me? Why are people running me? And I was like, you know what? It got to be a blessing. You know what? Thank you, God. So, like, even I, I dated a therapist, yo. And my biggest thing was, like, every day she came home, I was like, yo, like, what, what do I got to do to help you day better? Like, what happened today we can talk about, right? Because I know she need that. And it was it was days she was telling me, like, piss off. Like, I know her day was so bad. But it's like, I can't return that energy with that energy, you know? Right. It's like, all right, let me give her time, give her space. But let her know I'm here because, like, we have to be there for each other. But And then we were talking, like, mental health. I get so confused on us and mental health because, like, it's like one minute we talk about manifesting. We talk about the importance of mental health. The next minute we online talking about he got his chain stash. He's a sucker. But he got his chain stash and he got shot. Rest in peace. But then it's like, you know, oh, oh. Black people this and black people that, or you know, the light is getting this and light, and it's like, yo, what are we preaching? Like, are we trying to help each other heal, or are we over here like? It's, it's. I think it's a constant cycle, and even what you was talking about, strong friend. I know a lot of black women are. So there's something that I'm seeing going around a lot, like soft life. This, and I'm happy to see more women and people talking about soft life, but especially like black women, I feel like it's been the norm to always be strong or. You got to figure it out because my mom figured it out. And my mom was a single mom. And all that stuff is like generational trauma, yeah. if you call it for what it is. And I think that's a reflection of the internal things that you said black women face sometimes that they're not even aware of because the it's, it's normal to taste like weight because that weight might taste like Cheerios. Yeah. I don't know. And it's a lot on the black woman. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, yo, and, and just for the men in the room, right? Let's be real. The most loyal people in our life are men or women. Like, if you call right now, that's going to show up. Who are those people? Like, if you had to make a call. Bro, I, if I got this bounce. All right, cool, cool. So for me, I'm going to say the women in my life, okay. bro. Like, I, I was raised by women, bro. They committed to me. Even now, like, I, I can call one of my female friends and ask her for something, bro, and her response going to be a lot different than my homie. Like, my homie might be like, oh, what you mean you need it done by, bro? Are you in a, but women is like, it's straight to it. They're like, yo, I'm showing up, right? So it's like their loyalty is different, right? It is different. And they never get that back. Like as a whole, I'm talking whole right now, right? I'm talking Ooh, as really? a whole. Like, I'm talking as a whole, bro. Like, like I said, I was raised by women. Like I watched my sister, bro, go through nine months of pregnancy with no man in her life, but me and my brother and my father, like to help her, right? We we we, we lived with each other, like, because her baby father wasn't there. So one day, you know, yo, yo got upset and was like, man, she fucking crazy. I said, I said, you think she just got crazy? I said, you made her crazy nine months ago, bro. Mm. When you disappeared. Imagine, imagine going through that. You know right. what I'm saying? It's a different, you can't even compare the feeling and emotion. So like, you no, know, so I, I see all that to say, like, I don't know what it feels like. I don't understand, but I've seen it. Like, I've seen it happen, right? But what I need us to do is people is like, stop like having this gap of like, Oh, black women got it. Black women are the most unprotected. But then black men is this, and it's like, no, we all are fucked as people. Like, we need to come together. And help. Yeah. We got to break the barriers of because uh, they're they're doing that. They're doing that. They're they're putting that narrative out. Oh, black women, y'all, the black man not protecting y'all. Who said that? It ain't a black woman in my life right now that can say I don't protect her. Mm. She can say she's probably the most unprotected, but she's not. You're not unprotected. Mm-hmm. You have protection. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who who, who put that narrative out there? Them. 
because they want us to argue and say, oh, no, it's us. It's y'all. It's us. It's y'all. Right. We, can't, we can't. We can't. We can't. Yeah. You preach Screw that. Screw that. <laughs> Let's help each other heal. But I ain't going because we got a whole pocket. So, yeah. So, I think in short, when we think about black women and them probably not properly getting diagnosed is a reflection of a criteria that, that probably doesn't fit their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think that being one thing, and also, again, like we were talking about earlier, sometimes... Um, Depression and anxiety and all these different things can taste like Cheerios in the morning when it's been your norm, but that doesn't always mean it's the healthiest thing. I know you caught that, and that's why you're not yeah, here. That, 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 that was good. Bro. That was off the top, too. Really? That was off the top. Not pre-written. Not pre-written. Not pre-written. So, but we, we, we all have tasted things that might have been familiar, but not necessarily for us. We've just been conditioned to think that they were for us. So right. how do we unlearn and unpack as opposed to just accepting Right. And I had to take a real, when I was, when I had COVID, I was reflecting on why am I in this mental state? Right. And why do I keep finding myself in the same place where I feel burnt out, where I feel empty, uh, where I feel depressed? And I really thought about it. And I feel like I don't set boundaries. Mm, The B word. And Mm. I was reading a book. Um, in the summer called Setting Boundaries and Finding Peace. And uh, I really, I read it, but I ain't, I ain't used the stuff in there. Right. And, and being, you know, having COVID, I was just like, dang, you really don't set boundaries, man. You really just let people, you know, take the best of you. And since I'm so empathetic and I'm like, oh, well, that person's going through this or this person's going through that. Let me give them an extra chance. Let me give them, nah. Everybody don't deserve a chance. And I wanted to ask both of you guys, why do you think that it's so hard sometimes for people to set boundaries? I don't think we're taught it. I, I, I honestly, like, I, I don't think we're really taught how to be human. Mm. Like, like, how to be real people. I think we're just taught to do, to work. Like, literally, it's like this, like, since kids, it's like, Nobody's telling you, like, you don't have to share your toy with these kids when you go to school. You mm. can say no as right. a kid, you know, or, or hey, what do you want to wear today? You know, like, we're not really taught individuality and, like... We're more so taught to comply. Yeah, yeah. And, and then we feel this thing of, like, having to, you know, like, and, um, and I don't want to, like, go too far off topic, but it's, like, it, it's, it's tough because like you want people to like you, right? Right. And you want to be accepted. You right. Know? You want to be happy. Right. And you think like, wow, if I tell this person I don't like this, you know, that might get me shunned or get me kicked out of this circle that I want to be a part of. When like, but it, it wasn't until I was an adult when I was like, yo, I could really be me, and people like still like me. Right. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. With, with everything, I got this quote that I said, and I was like, it was crazy how we can look like nothing that we've been through, but perfectly fine for all the blessings coming our way. Mm. Right? Mine is been a block on that. What'd you just yeah. say? So I said, it's crazy how we can look like nothing that we have been through, but perfectly fine for all the blessings coming our way. And, you know, I said it, say like, like we got to realize, like, yo, just be me. Like, like allow me to be me, but like, we got to, we got to start making people feel comfortable being them. Mm-hmm. Like, we as people, like, we have to, like, we have to, we have to, like, and I'm saying we as people, because it, it's hard to talk to the masses, we as individuals, like, if somebody walk in this room right now, and they got a 
outfit on it. We're just like, wow, we can't give that reaction. We can't because that, that person feels comfortable. That's them. Like, right. you no, know, that's that individual. Now we can ask and say, yo, what was the inspiration behind your outfit? You know, because like, I might be curious about that. But to like make people feel bad about being them, it's like, it's tough, man. It's so tough. But like, that's, I think that's the biggest part is like wanting to be accepted. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to boundaries, I've gotten really good at them. Honestly, from moving out here, Straight like up. we both transplants, we both from the Straight East Coast. Um, from so whatever a person's journey on, that's their journey. But personally, I know boundaries got more real for me when I realized I wasn't speaking to people as much if I wasn't reaching out first. Boundaries mm. got real mm-hmm. to me once I realized that again, I've helping so many people, but now it's like your time and then people like. I mean, I guess, or it's certain things aren't as genuine. And the more and more you just sit with yourself and be like, okay, these people have been consistent since day one. These people switched up. These people, you kind of get into a place where I can still be open and loving, but also you'll only get as far as I want you to get, or you'll only get in the part of me that I want to give you. And that's just how I've been able to protect myself. Some people know me just as Chef Beans, and I'm okay with that. Some people know me as Quan. Some people know me as, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I have different, like, titles, but something that's been consistent since day one is my heart. Something that's been consistent since day one is my grace, is my character. Like, there's nobody who say, like, yo, Beans is whack and from across the country. Anybody who's ever, nah, he's yeah, been solid since day beans. one. No, I'm serious. No, that's real. Though. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Real, you can bro. ask anybody. But I say all that to say when it comes to boundaries, I'm just was that the intention in the forefront of how I feel is me knowing that I'm genuine to the core and that everyone doesn't deserve my level of like light and, and, and grace. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I can microdose it or I can give it to some people in abundance. But at the end of the day, I refuse to be taken advantage of or I just, I just refuse to just let people utilize my light in a, in a, in a damaging way. Selfish is not always a bad thing. Like, I'm okay with being selfish if I'm protecting myself and I'm still pouring into love and life and there's reciprocity in the realm. I'm okay with that. But my boundaries, you, you can't spell boundaries without B. You can't spell Chef Beans without B. Yo, bro, this is every Bars, okay? It's like we're... But I really, I really had to be honest with myself about boundaries and why... I don't set them. And I think the biggest things, like you said, like being accepted. But in my in my situation, I feel like it's being lonely. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as, you know, I'm, I don't want to sound like conceited or something, but I feel like I'm a pretty good looking girl and I get attention from men. And, you know, sometimes I'm just like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I want to talk to him. Or, you know, even though I see stuff, and it don't sit right with me. Like, okay, this dude got two kids, two baby mamas. I probably shouldn't have, you know, it didn't feel right. Yeah. But since I'm in, unable to set that boundary, it's just like, oh, well, you know, he's paying for this, paying for that, might as well go. Um, but I had to ask myself, because I keep ending up in the same situation where I'm giving everything. I don't really object to anything. Right. And then yeah. I end up, you know, another failed situation ship and I feel empty. I'm just like, why do I feel so empty? Why do I feel like, you know, I give my best foot forward and still get the short end of the stick? I think sometimes, um, and you can chime in as well. I know we're all having a conversation, but 
patterns, especially ones that we're not supposed to like dive into, can sometimes look like, again, like that shiny cheesecake in, <laughs> in the bakery or can kind of look like something like, oh, I've seen this movie before, but maybe it might turn out differently right, this time. Exactly. We keep seeing the same movie. Yeah. We know at the end of Friday that Craig beats up Debo. We know at the end of what happens at the end of a lot of movies, but sometimes we convince ourselves that it's going to be a different ending as opposed to being like, you know what? I have to pivot from this situation. Mm -hmm. And it's not anything that has to do with you, but this is a reflection of the boundaries and me not trying to fall by the wayside to the patterns that have been destructive to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So again, I think it's standing up for you, creating those boundaries first, standing up to those boundaries, being consistent and knowing when those patterns from the past reappear and they're like, hey, I'm back. Right. You're like, you can't even get access inside of this club. And it's like anything else in life, right? It's like, and it's crazy. Like, I just started like skating and biking again. So it doesn't make sense. And I, I, I learned this new trick yesterday. I was like, damn, I finally got this joint. Yo, I was like, I can learn something. Like at this age, I can learn something. Right. right? But it's like, it's like practice. Like, like, so we, we weren't taught to set boundaries, right? So the minute we start setting boundaries, you got to work at it. Like you said, you got to be consistent. You got to keep doing it until you, you give yourself a chance to see what comes out of setting boundaries. Because if we never set them, it's like going to the gym. Like, you're going to start feeling the change internally before you feel externally. Right. Right? But you got to give yourself a chance to see it, though. Like, we, if we never we never give, a chance to, uh, give ourselves a chance to see something, then we just never get a taste of it, right? Mm. I, I always say, like, once you get a taste, you can get the whole recipe at that point, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's like, until you, like, say, oh, you know what? I'm 29. I'm moving to L.A. Like, I don't even date the same. Like, because my intentions are different. Right, I right. know what I want five years from now, 10 years from now. So I don't want that woman that's just trying to have fun. Right. And just want a night out in the town. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather give you $50. With, you go buy yourself a drink or something. Leave me alone. Because my time. Like, I don't want that. You know? But it, like you said, it wasn't until I got here that I was like, dang, yo, I, I have to set boundaries. And mainly because it's expensive. That's the like, it costs. <laughs> that's, yeah, hell it yeah. It costs to be a man. I was like, you know what? One day a month, if that. You know, like when I go out, we're spending this much. Like I, I can't right. overdo it, you know. So and you have to stand on that because mm -hmm. if you don't, now you late on rent or you try to figure out how you're gonna pay this, or your homies want to go out, you can't do this, or whatever that is. So even like the dating world, it's like, all right, you know what? I know that this wasn't going for me if I was dating a woman that had kids or a crazy ex. You know, I looked past it before. I ain't gonna look past it this time. What comes out of when I do push past that. And it's going to be hard because you're so used to what you're used to, right? right? So it's going to be tough. But that one day you get that taste of that person that's like, oh, I ain't got kids. How old are you, 30? All right, you work out? Yeah. You got a good job? Yeah. Good credit? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, hold up. Right. I, I, I'm down this five years ago. I'm just right. meeting this person. Right. Like, right. right. You, know you got to stick to it. That's the main thing. And, and yeah. sometimes I'll get into that, oh, well, like you said, like... Maybe it'll turn out different right. or maybe it'll be different this time. And I feel like 2022 showed me like, yeah, it's not going to turn out different. You got to change the Straight way up. that you approach it. Right. And when you feel that internally, because that's how you know when you need to start setting boundaries, you keep feeling empty. You right. keep complaining, niggas ain't shit, but you're not changing the way that you approach right. dating. And mm. that was the biggest lesson for me is like, you have to change the way you approach it and you have to be consistent with setting those boundaries. And this is like, for me, it's like a blessing and a curse. I got this mindset of like, I try to like be my own philosopher and I got this mindset where I was like, all right, you know, like, um, I think I'm trying to like bounce off of your point, right? Of like, all right, whatever I want from a person, 
let me give that to myself first. Mm-hmm. Right? So it was like, all right, before I, before I expect me setting boundaries with her, let me set it with myself. What are those boundaries? Like, are your ass getting up at six? You know what I'm saying? You're not going to do this this many times a day. Like, you're not doing this. So now when I get into this this this, this thing with this person, I ain't even got to explain it because they see it. You know what right. I'm saying? If, if Shorty stayed at night and she like, damn, why you getting up at six? I just got back from a run. Why you still in bed at eight? You ain't my type of chick. I can't deal with you. Like, I already see it. Like, cause this is a boundary I set with myself that I'm right. going to be up by this time. You know what I'm saying? If it's, if I find me always, like I tell any woman I meet now, I'm like, yo, if I find myself always paying for a date when we first meet, I'm not doing it. And this woman was like, how? How, how is she supposed to prove yourself to her? And Because, you know, she's supposed to prove herself by doing womanly things. I said, if I just met her, she's not going to cook for me tonight. She's not, she's not going to come wash my clothes. I don't right. know her. The only way she can prove herself is by being fair, being even. Mm. That's the only way she can prove herself right. to me. Because right. just, you know what I'm saying, just, just as much as you feel like a good woman, I, I know I'm a good man. Mm-hmm. So when I meet these people, I'm coming into it with this confidence of like, I'm a whole person, you know? So it's like, I don't need nobody, I want somebody, you know? So it's, because I, I, I know I'm complete. And, and when you when you get to that point in life, like as the person, like, all right, I set boundaries with myself. I've been consistent. I've been intentional, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I've been eating good. I've been doing this. The minute you see somebody, you're going to recognize bullshit. Mm. I'm like, oh, that ain't right. even, uh-uh. Right. <laughs> so like, I, I do this, I discipline myself. I'm not even doing this to myself. Why would I let you do it to me? Right. You no, know, but it's like, we have to get to that point as people, but we're not taught that because we're so, we, we're taught to be so dependent on people, man. And like, and, and that's where it get tough in trying to find you know, that balance. You know what you just said? Uh, not to cut you off, bro. Like when you said dependent on people, again, because before we get into the, the, the topic, it's the, it's the movies, it's the culture. This person completes me. Without you, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. All these different things. They're in the songs, they're in all this. And we deem them as true. So I think a lot of times we operate through our life looking for our missing piece as opposed to becoming our missing piece. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Come on, man. I, I was going to drop the mic, but it's, it's time. <laughs> hey, yo, bro. Like, no, for real. That's a lot of people. Right that's a lot here. of people's like, mindset. Real, I'm looking for my missing piece. I'm, there, I'm, I'm operating out of lack. I'm not enough. I need somebody to make me enough. So you always constantly reaching externally for what you already possess internally. internally. It just takes discipline. Like, yo, we really sit down as people. And I'm not perfect. I gave myself a taste of it, right? Like, like I did Chicago Marathon, right? That was 2019. I, I ain't did a whole marathon since, you know? And I'm like prepping for LA, right? But I was like, dang, yo, I did that. Like, I did that, right? So it was like, and I, and I tell people, like, the worst thing we can do is stop because now you need double the motivation to get back started. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, dang, like, I, I got a taste of a good relationship. And I went back to these type of people that I said I would go back to. Or, you know, and, I, and this, this chick was like, uh, I was talking to this one woman. She was like, just having a conversation. She was like, don't know, men don't want nothing consistent. They don't want nothing loyal. They, I said, they do. She was like, no, they don't. I said, why do they, they cheat in relationships? Because they want that, but they also want that. They, don't, they lack the discipline. Right. Mm. So as people like, that's all we need is the discipline. Like, and it's hard. It's hard. Like to do it. Like, you know what? Like end of the day, like, well, once you, once you, once you do it, that shit. Like, it, it, it feels very. It feels. <laughs> yeah. It definitely <laughs> feels. Uh, yeah. It definitely feels very rewarding. But yeah, we. That's uh. Would you say that it's easier or? more difficult to set boundaries with family rather than friends. Cause we're talking about dating. We're talking about people that we don't really know that well, but I've had trouble with setting boundaries with family because as you get older, you know, the more intrusive questions come like, Oh, where's your boyfriend? When are you getting married? When are you going to have kids? When are you going? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, you know, I want to respect my elders, 
But at the same time, it's like, why every time I come to a family function, you asking me when I'm having kids or when I'm going to get a man or, oh, yeah, your brother has a girlfriend. When are you going to like it's, it's really it's kind of hard for me I because that. I don't want to be disrespectful. When are you going to learn how to make mac and cheese? I wanted to know because I feel like, well, I don't know y'all's experience, but I feel like with black women, it's like once you get past a certain age, oh, men get that too. Like yeah, they, we, they they asking you the same questions at every family function. Every time uh, I visit my parents, they're like, "Well, maybe you should try dating this type of man or this." It's like I don't want to hear none of that. That's more of a them thing than it is a us too, though. Like because they, that's just them feeling like, "Oh, I'm getting old. I want to see this happen for this person, right?" right? And it's like, I ain't. Cause like my mom got six kids, right? Mm-hmm. There's only two of us with no kids. Like all four got kids. Like two of us single. Like and we, we chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a blessing. I'm happy to see my nieces and nephews. But like, yo, know, like my story is my story. Like I, I'm genuinely happy right now. Like you know, I wake up, I live in LA. Like I, I'm genuinely happy. Like I don't even care if I'm if I be late or wreck, yo. I'll be happy. Like, <laughs> I know my rent will get paid. I'm happy. So, like, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I, the person, me, the individual, right. Anthony Williams, cool aunt, the person that's standing right here, I'm happy. So, like, like when I hear other, oh, why are you not doing this? Like, people tell me now, why are you not doing comedy in L.A.? Why are you not in L.A.? Right. <laughs> You're not here. People right. trying to direct from across the you country. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, it's my journey, bro. And my, my pastor said it once. He was like, you're a casket, ain't got bunk beds. Mm. Come on, bro. I ain't got to say nothing more after that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I determine this. This is mine. This is mine. Like, this is it. So it's like, yo, as long as, like, you you okay with it. And that's why I keep saying, like, we got to get so in tune with ourselves. Like, yo, we, and I hate, like, sounding cliche, but, like, we are so powerful beyond measures. Like, yo, the human body, right? Like, like think about think about how far it can stretch, you know, how long it can run. You got ultra marathons that's running 100 plus miles. How long people hold their breath from the water? You know, how long they can speak, how good they can speak the vocabulary. People read books and remember pages. And, and, and you think that that person can do it and you can't? Right. Mm. And we made by the same. Come on, bro. So the minute I see anything, I'm like, oh, oh, she crazy. What's, what's up with me? Like, what can this thing do? And I'm going to tell you what really brought that out of me, meeting the, meeting the brothers over Mega Sci Fi. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I swear to gosh, like, we are so comfortable with life. We got to put ourselves in a position where, like, we step outside of our norm, outside of, like, our day-to-day, our regular routine, and, and really, like, hone in, really, like, like, forget society, drop the social media, don't talk to family, don't talk to nobody. Like, like and you said this earlier when you was like, you don't want to be lonely, right? And we need to be lonely. So I, I like, moving to L.A. made me realize the difference between alone and lonely. Right, because mm. like you choose to be alone, that's a choice. Lonely, man, you, you, ain't, you ain't got no option for nobody. Ain't, right. I ain't got nobody right now, right? I'm, I'm lonely, like I, I don't, I'm only lonely because I have to be lonely. Like it ain't, like I, I got nobody. Mm-hmm. Alone is like I got people. I don't feel like being around y'all today, mm-hmm. right? But I'm realizing like you, you have to be lonely in order to grow for yourself. And I say something else where I'm like, you know, a lot of people are scared to sit in silence because they don't like how much they really hear, because that's the truth talking. Right. You know what I'm saying? You ever sit in a quiet room and like it's like. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, and guess what they do? Hey, bro, what you doing today, bro? I'm gonna come to your crib and roll up. Let's go smoke, right, bro. Right. Hey, everybody come drink. I, don't, I, don't, I ain't trying to hear this right now. Right. You know, he, he ain't saying that, but that's he running from that voice because right. like we can't really like like I say we can't, but a lot of us like really can't like or really don't want to hear that because it's, it's so hard to commit to that. But committing to that shows you so like the human body is nuts, yo. Like we watch people gain weight, lose weight. 
like create things like and it's, it's isolation i think like people people thrive in isolation and they're not even aware of cuz like you said phones apps like different that, things bro. like that put your mind on do not disturb you in constant mm. flux of like this matrix and things that's going on oh did you see what happened with so so oh my gosh this is this is and that to where Again, we've spoke about this before. Like the <laughs> pandemic was the first time people was forced to sit with themselves because you can't yes. just do your day to day, and that's right. when yes. a lot of things either built up or crumble. But I mean, we've all made it happen. And just to like piggyback off of like what Ant was saying in your initial question, like I, it's very challenging to set boundaries with. I would say more with family than friends, and yeah. um, just because family have really seen you from since you was in the belly to whatever. So they're kind of entitled to think they actually really know you. Yeah. I know you, so who do you think you are to freaking want to talk like this? What you mean you vegan now? What do you mean? <laughs> All these different things. And it's like, these are the choices that I made as an independent thinker. Yes. But even like yes. echoing, like not being a woman, a black woman or having a woman body, but it's like, it's so problematic to ask a woman, when are you having a baby? Why haven't you had babies yet? Just because you don't know a person, if a person chose not to communicate that they've had a miscarriage or just Mm -hmm. not really trying to just give Mm -hmm. their body to everybody like it's a freaking slot machine. It's so extremely problematic. So again, it's just a lot of things that's constantly going on. But if we become more in tune with ourselves, like echoing what Ant was saying, being comfortable with setting boundaries, but also being consistent with those boundaries. So you know when something ain't for you, shows up to the door, you're like, man, go ahead somewhere. Because I'm staying solid and committed to these. I think that's what will really help with the incremental growth that we all need to take steps every day. And y'all are helping me so Yo, I be telling you, because I I was raised by women, so like my take to women is a lot different than like a lot of men. Like I really like put women on this pedestal and I be like, yo, I wish women, my sisters will tell you like, I'm the type of guy that's like, yo, don't even let me get away with it. Don't even let me get away with it because I don't All want right. y'all to get comfortable. Then, like, like, don't like, even let like, enable you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, even when it come down to like my nieces, I'm like, yo, never leave them in the room with me one on one. Cause I don't want y'all get comfortable with doing that with men. Like, never, don't, don't, cause I want I want y'all to see the power in yourselves. Like, never let a man, never get too reliant on a man. Like, you are it. You are it. Like, y'all, y'all, I promise you, yo, this is no lie, right? You got, you got, you got women are already at the top. I'm not gonna, this is me, right? I'll argue this. Women at the top. I put black women above that though. So it was like black women, then it's women as a whole, and then you got the man, black man, and you know, like, like that's how I look at it. Cause like, yo, like, think about like how many women out here raised a man, bro. You know what I'm saying? Or raising black. men, yeah. raising men, bro, and teaching you. And, and many people say, oh, a woman can't teach you how to be a man, but she can teach you. It's a foundation, bro. Right. Like the foundation of like love, the foundation of like, affection the foundation of like just feeding you the basic things like it's like yo like so i, I really hold women on this pedestal and, I, and, I, and a lot of times i'm like y'all just women i wish women can see it i wish they can see it for themselves right and it, it was this uh in college i took like an acting class and we had this, this stage play and it was like it was based off like this war that was going on in like let's say russia or something yeah mm-hmm. and um and all the women stopped having sex with their their man okay right okay so like the next day they showed up to fight each other and they all in the play we had balloons so we like used balloons like it was our you know private area and we was like oh whoa, 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 stay back bro like i don't want your thing touch my thing like 
He was like, why, why you like that? He was like, my, my wife stopped having sex with me because we're fighting. And they was like, you know, my wife said, we got to end the war or we're not going to have sex. He's like, my wife said the same thing. He's like, my wife said the same thing. And everybody sitting there with like this bone and like, no, and he was Yo, like, what the all right, fellas. He's like, so let's, listen, I'm going to tell you the end story. So he's like, all right, let's end the war. Let's just all go home because we just need this release, right? And everybody went home and the war ended, right? But like the moral of the story was like, yo, women, they, they, women did that. Because mm. they say, you know what? We're not giving y'all nothing. Right. No man, both sides. Our husband's beefing, but we're not going to beef. We're going we gonna, we gonna to stand in solidarity and say, right. hey, fellas, y'all ain't getting no na-na until y'all stop that right there. And we're going to be forced to. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like women hold that. So that, that's a small example of the power women hold. You right. know what I'm saying? You think about like, like, like think about the Hulk. Right? I use that example a lot. Like, yo, only thing that can calm a black man down is a black woman, dog. Like, like when, when we get upset and we get fury, and we, whether it's our mom, our sis, shorty, it's like, it's a different type of thing that comes from a woman. Yeah, like, it's a know. different type of peace. And even when you, with the woman you like, you, 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 you trust, it's like, yeah, we offer security to women, but yo, the level of peace that y'all give up, like, like security is one thing, but peace to give somebody a, a sense of peace, like to take my mind off everything I'm going through as a black man, that's power, dog. It's definitely, it's definitely unmatched. But. <laughs> I'm like, this turned to a black woman stand uh, episode, Yo. but that's okay. That's okay. We want, we want, we want, I feel like we want y'all to see that. Like, yeah. it's like we want y'all to see that. I want women. I hear about the alpha male talking about, we should be alpha people, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hear that we should be alpha people. We should all want each other to be on this, this high thing of like, like just feeling good and empowered. And, it's and, so much. Well, we, we, we love that energy. We love that energy. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about boundaries if I can. Sure. But have you ever experienced a time where you did set a boundary and you got a negative reaction. And how did you handle that? And both of you guys can answer. Yes. Um, well, the first thing that pops up on my mind is um, in friendships. Like, I, I, I feel like in friendships, like I've set boundaries before, like, yo, bro, like I'm not. So I'm in a relationship right now and I have some boys who still cool with like just talking about this or yo, we got to do this. And I'm like, yo, I'm just not on that time no more. And that's like a boundary that a lot of, friends can't accept because when when it was on it was on when it was on it was on right. we, we, we've, we've had our fun out there but I'm in a place now where I'm more okay with talking about fucking beet juice and how that made me feel after drinking yeah. that than freaking down in the bottle of Cosmigos knocking out passing out at, at some point Simple that was fun cases. like yo like yo remember you passed out so like when I say the negative uh, reaction I got is you know people like yo bro you changed or yo you you done switched up niggas then went to LA and got Hollywood it's like nah bro I just leaned into more of myself and what, and what works for me and if this doesn't work for you like my boundaries then we need to pivot or I can love you or just love you from a distance. Or when we see each other, it's just what's up. Like, I'm that okay with my boundaries, even if it loses long-time friendships. Mm, even sure. if it, even if family members choose not to, oh, who he think he is? Who he think he Tyler Perry's son doing all these different <laughs> things like that? Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I'm not going to, um, what's it called when women have big hair and it gets uh, small? What's that called? Shrinkage. I'm not going to shrink myself no more. See how you just walked into that? It's a lot of shrinkage happening and mm -hmm. not, not in Bean's world. I'm not shrinking shit for nobody to make yeah. anybody comfortable. Either you're going to take all this light or you're just going to pivot, but I'm not dimming for anything. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten the most pushback when setting boundaries with family because, like you said, like, they raised you, 
and they feel like they know you. And it's just like, I'm not that same person. I'm not that little girl anymore. Like, I have right. a voice now. I, I can stand yeah. up for myself. And no disrespect to you, but this is this is what it's going to be now. Right. And we might not have that same Talk relationship <laughs> that we had when I was growing up. And that's okay. But I'm, I want to be true to myself. And I want to mm. be happy. And sometimes that means, like, I can't allow you to talk to me in that way i can't allow you to be intrusive and try to control my life because i set a boundary Mm -hmm. and uh you know black moms can be kind of harsh on you when you try to do that like i throw all that i done for you it's like it's not i'm not taking away from what you did for me nobody's saying that you didn't do those things but now, as a grown woman, it's like, in order to have my peace of mind, I have to set this boundary. And for me, for some reason, it's easier for me to set boundaries with family than it is with strangers. And I don't know why that is, but, you know, hopefully I mean, I think we just get tired of family shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you deal with they shit for so long. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, y'all love my family to death. You know, and like, my, my, my immediate family, oh, yeah, we so dang on close, yo, like. And I love them, like, through thick and thin, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know my sister got my back, and my mom, my dad, like, through it all. We had our troubles growing up, you know? But, like, it's certain things and traditions that my family had as a whole. I was like, hey, if y'all ain't going to change it, some out. Like, I, I called myself a whistleblower in my family because I brought some stuff out that was happening for years. I was like, oh, no, nah, this ain't happening no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It happened yeah. to me when I was a kid. I was like, oh, well, no, I'm going to put my foot down, dog. As a grown man, I'm like, y'all know right now, he's like this, this person's like that, and we're going to put an end to this. Right. And if y'all don't want to put an end to it, I'm out. Right. Y'all ain't gonna meet my y'all ain't gonna meet y'all cousin, y'all, y'all nieces, y'all grandkids. Y'all ain't gonna meet them. Right. Cause we not we're not living like this no more. We're gonna like in, in black families, we're so used to sweeping everything under the carpet and hiding it and putting it on this facade. When it's like, no, forget that we need healing, bruh. And if we're not already healed, we might as well say after kids, that's to come. Right. You know what I'm saying? We got some families right now busting their tail to be like, oh, let me get some land for my babies, my grandkids. Let me get some money. Let me pass up down to the heirlooms. And right now we're passing down the heirlooms. Trauma. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So eventually, like, someone, like, it, it takes a lot for that person that's going, like, that person that want to break the family uh, curses, right? The person that want to break, because I don't really call them curses, though. Like, I don't, because, like, me, I, I didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all did this. So, like, me, all I got to do is step away from it or, right. or choose to do something different. Like, or reconstruct, or how or re- can we? There we go. Or reconstruct, bro. And if it's like, if y'all not going to do it, I'm going to chalk the deuces. But it's like, right. in the black family and just like the black community, I, I, don't, I don't like the, the codes we grew up on. Like the, oh, loyalty is a must. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, death before dishonor. And like, not y'all lying about that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when we was talking about boundaries, like my own homeboys, right? One of my homies paid for me to graduate college, basically. Like, I, I had just crossed and everything, bro. I'm wow. broke. Yo paid for my whole, uni- my whole uh, graduation outfit. I like, took me to Nordstrom. Spent some bread, bro. Came to graduation everything, right? And I found out he did something behind my back. One of my family members, I, I went to him respectfully and was like, look, bro, I need you not to do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love you. I love her. Like, I need you not to do that, right? He went back, did it again. But this time it got to the extreme where, like, things happened. Baby got involved. He started tripping out and all this other stuff, right? So I told him respectfully, like, all right, that's it. You're done. You're done, son. Right. He ain't reached out to me, ain't called me or nothing, right? And so the boundary with me is, like, my, my boundary is loyalty, like, especially with my people. Like, none of my friends can ever say, and I'll say this, I'll look at the camera and say this, ain't no person I ever met can say, aunt went behind my back and did something shicey or sneaky. or It was never that. I never did that. So when it happened to me and I stepped away from you, the person, I don't feel bad about it. 
Because it ain't nothing you can tie to to say, I only, I only helped you. Right. And we oh, So I thought we had that type of relationship. Not, oh, you going behind my back and do this. So it's like, right. with me, it's like, if you if you call yourself a brother of mine, you call yourself a friend, you're going to act as such. And the minute you don't, you're done, son. Right. You know? So it's that's a that's a, that's a hard boundary of mine. It's tough because it'd be childhood friends. It's people you came up with. Same like, box. Like, I'm out here. I ain't, ain't nobody come visit me in L.A. And only people that came to see me was people that was doing their self something. And I helped them out. Now I'll say this. Anybody say I'm just I'm gonna go see Ant, just go see Ant. No, y'all came out here for business, y'all came out here to do whatever y'all was doing and hit me because y'all needed a ride. I just want to see. I know what it is, so don't act like it's right. oh, right. I'm, I'm just seeing him right now because the intention is different. You know what I'm saying? When you've been intentional about it, it, it comes from a different place. And I'm not mad at it because I appreciate any time that anybody chooses to give me, but nonetheless, just I know where mine comes from and where I pour it from, and not expecting that from nobody, but when I don't get it back. Now it's up to me to decide here. Do I want to stay on this trap mill, right. run the same pace, or I want to step off this joint? Yeah. I, I like how you are very direct when when it comes to setting the boundary. And that's when when you are setting boundaries, you have to be direct and you have to reinforce it. You have to do it multiple times. Yeah. And you also have to be prepared to walk away when things are not where they need to be. So um I, I appreciate you for coming today. And I loved our discussion on boundaries, black women, all things. Um, do you have anything that you have coming up that you want to share with the people? Or how could they find you? Um, if they want, you know, check me out on Instagram at cool underscore at the C-O-O-L underscore A-N-T. And that's like the biggest platform I use. I'm working on some things right now, like a website. Um, and I'm really looking to get it like a, a group started here in L.A. I want to, uh, it's going to be called More Than a Runner. Cause like we're gonna do more than running. Like I, I want that group to like go volunteer places together and like you know help each other out in our personal lives. Like mm-hmm. whatever that is. If you need content shot, if you need people at your show to work the door, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I want it to be that that core group. Like really, really build a, a real community out here, not just like a and, and not like not, I ain't talking about nothing. So not nobody got it on, but not, not just like a a one time meetup or a one time link up. Like really just build like some genuine bonds. And I think like it'll put me in a position to start like meeting my people in LA as well. So. Um, definitely look out for the details coming of like a, a, a weekly like fitness group. I'm not okay. gonna say running. Yeah, I'll be on the lookout for that. For what about sure, you, Beans? Sure. I know you got some special things coming up. Well, um, by the time people see this, no, I don't think the screening would have happened yet. Next, we're gonna be in the DMV area, Transparency yes, Chapter Four, Cool Ant flying out the host that <laughs> yes, thing. Sir. You know what I'm saying in the hometown. <laughs> and um, outside of that, again, it's just. Don't be surprised. If there's anything I can tell people, I'm going to look at my camera. Mm. Don't be surprised at the things that y'all about to see sprout that are sprouting because it's a reflection of a lot of sweat equity. It's a reflection of a lot of work put in. So, again, just don't be surprised. I'm grateful. I'm humble, but also not surprised. Um, y'all know y'all can find me, mm. Chef underscore Beans, on all social media platforms, ChefBeans.com. That's the beginning of a—I need to stop saying that. This is not the beginning not. of a beautiful thing. Things have been going on for a minute. No. So it's just more and more beautiful. And I'm sorry. This bro, is off the top. This I'm is not telling the beginning you, of bro. The humble cape is 23 and about. Jordan wasn't humble, yo. And this is his year, dog. I'm sorry. No, no. This is not the beginning of a beautiful thing. This I'm is just more and more sweatshirt. beautiful thing. What about you, Nia? What you got going on? I'm sorry. <laughs> had to calm myself down. Well, uh, I'm like, yo. <laughs> follow us on double underscore what's good with you. And also, this is going to be on YouTube. We're going to put the clips out on TikTok as well. And we have merch now. We have merch, y'all. Please support us because I love y'all. But this is getting expensive. So please help us out by, you know, purchasing some merch and, you know, supporting us. And... 
that is all. Yes, if y'all have any questions or anything that y'all have for us, just uh, feel free to reach out to us via DM, email, whatever that may be. Like, subscribe, share with a friend. This is What's Good With You. Just remember to find out what's good with you. Bye, y'all.